Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Mama Mimi. Come back. You got to come back to Miami. Okay. Well, yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. Um, uh, Mama Mimi joining us now. Day, so happy Mother's Day. That is uh, our song, Wind Beneath My Wings. Uh, I missed you. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Song. What do you have planned for? <laughs> what well, do you I, have planned I, for today, um, Mom? I was going to uh, work on a painting that I'm working on, but then my neighbors called and invited me to lunch. So I'm oh. going to get dressed and I'm going over there for lunch. We're having lobster salad. Ooh, that sounds delicious. I know. I'm not turning that down. Well, that's... You know? No, I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't turn down lobster salad either. Uh, so that's nice. I'm sorry that I can't be there with you. Um, as you know, I've got to work. But yes, I, I will be back down in, uh, in Miami soon. That's for sure. Um, so a few things I want to dive into. Uh, first and foremost, your Miami Heat. I know, let's preface, I know you don't know a lot about basketball. Uh, but, you, but you have been, because you're texting me, you're asking me when they play. I'm assuming that you're watching these games, right? Yes, yes, uh-huh, yes. I'm watching the game. So, I you know, it, I, don't, I, I don't understand how come uh, the playoff game wasn't like on national TV. You know what I mean? I what do you mean? It is, mom, mom, TNT, mom, TNT is national TV, mom. TNT is national TV, sweetie. I know, but I'm talking sweetie. about, you know, I'm talking about the three biggies. It wasn't on there. You know what I mean? I'm just Well, surprised. because TNT play, pays, <laughs> you're so damn cute. Uh, because TNT pays a lot of money to have that broadcast. So that's why. But, oh. but. Mom, we we've got YouTube. You have TNT. You could you could watch you. I promise. If you are if you are now invested in your Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler, um, then you you won't miss a game. I promise. So are so are you going? They made it to the Eastern Conference Championship now. Now and I, and, and again, let's let folks know you're really big into football. You're not into basketball today. At 3.30, the Philadelphia 76ers take on the Boston Celtics. The winner of that game then plays the Miami Heat. Whoever wins that goes to the championship. And who, who do you think is going to be in the championship? What do you think? I've got Denver, I've got Denver and the Miami Heat. I think, I think the Heat get to the championship, Mom. You think so? Okay. I don't. I, I, so. I do, you know, and then the you're going to have... You know, the whole city is crazy right now, uh, you know, with the I'm sure. basketball game. Yeah, they're all... I'm sure, I'm sure, and then, and then I know... <laughs> and then, of course, I know, since you don't follow the NBA, I highly doubt you follow hockey, but you know your Florida Panthers now have advanced to the next round. And how about this? Both the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers were eighth seeds. So both teams, Mom, coming into the NHL and the NBA championships 
were the last ranked team coming into the postseason, and they both now have advanced. Isn't that amazing? And I think it was the same night, correct? Wasn't it the same night that they both won? It it may have been. I, I don't know. You would yeah. you would know better than I because I, I you're think, you're I in Miami. I think it was. I think it was. Okay, well, uh, let's let's go back. Let's let's. Off. I have no idea what that is. You know, every time your Alexa is going, happens. you get yeah, an I'm Uber driver, that. or you get a, you get a, gr- a Grubhub. <laughs> did she just put her? Did she just put the guys? Did Door, she just put the phone down on us? Huh? DoorDash, sorry. Just, just say, just say, Alexa, stop. That you, you just, it, it, okay, it's, it's on, a voice command, Mom. Uh huh. Go ahead. You know, I'm not computer literate. Okay. People. Are all you, ha- Mom. All you have to. It, okay, hold on. Mom, all, it's it's voice. It's voice. <laughs> okay. Stop. See, it's voice command. Stop. You just say Alexa, and you tell it what to do. You tell it what to do, and it stops. It's just it's just oh, that can simple. I, can, I, um, can I tell her to put money in my bank account? <laughs> um, I, I sure you can try. I don't I don't know you know if if that will make a difference, but yeah, you could try. Um, before we let you go on Thursday, really big night. The NFL schedule was released, and very I interesting. Know, I know I, you love. I took out my calendar and I wrote all the games down for the whole season. I wrote all the so I wrote all the Kansas City games. I know because you've got a huge crush on on Patrick Mahomes, Um, but you also love Justin Herbert. In game number one, is Tua and the Dolphins in LA taking on the Chargers in Justin Herbert? Who are you going to be rooting for? Because you love you some Justin Herbert, Mom. Yep, I really like him. You know, the Dolphins could have got him, right? Couldn't the Dolphins yep, have Yep, they sure him? can. Yeah, they decided to go with Tua. You know, they pick, they pick you know, wrong people, I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, I think they, they pick, pick wrong people. people. Yeah, they could have well, they, got they, they got them at all. They got they got Dan Marino right. Um, anyway, so yeah, so looking at the schedule, looking at the schedule, and looking at your Miami Dolphins, uh, ha, the over under win total for them this season is nine and a half. Nine and a half. Do you think your Dolphins could win ten games? Looking at the schedule, I think they could win ten games if they get a different quarterback. Yeah, you just don't like two at all. How about the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers? Now your your oh, Dolphins are going to have your Dolphins are going to have to go up against Aaron Rodgers and the Jets twice this season. The thing with the Jets is, do they have any other good players? That uh, do they draft any new players that uh, can help him? Well, they mom they've they've got a they've got a slew of really good offensive players. Uh, that are going to help him, okay. and, and they brought over. They've brought over some players for him from Green Bay, uh, Lazard, okay, wide receiver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's good. Listen, this is going to be a competitive division: Buffalo, Miami, the Jets, uh, New England. To me, is is the team that very well could finish last in the division. When was the last time we said that? Right. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. You've got a big day planned. Your lobster salad with Carol and Don. 
I just wanted to bring you on right. to tell you that I love you. Happy Mother's Day. And I congratulations. I you. I wish you were here. I wish I was there Get too. Um, <laughs> um, I've got some pickleball. I'm playing pickleball now. Are you familiar with pickleball? Oh, okay. Yes. Do you have pickleball? Uh, they, play, they play it at my clubhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so I don't I'm, know if you know that or not. We have, um, we have like four tennis courts. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't. So next time I'm there, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have... Not, they're not, yeah, but they're not hooked up to the clubhouse. They're about uh, half a mile away. Okay. Okay. But we well, do next have, time... Pierre is eating my furniture. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. No. Um, it's about that time I've got to say goodbye. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Enjoy your heat. Uh, again, they will, ble- they will be playing the winners of the 76ers or the Boston Celtics. So you might want to tune into that game this afternoon at 3.30. Okay? There you go. I love you. Okay. And it- enjoy your lobster salad. Mama Mimi joining us here on 98.7 ESPN for Mother's Day. Quick break. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. Johnny and Mitch, I see you. And we have Jordan Renan who's going to be joining us in 15 minutes to talk about the giant schedule. Okay? So all that coming your way right here on 98.7 ESPN. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, ESPN New York has your chance to win $25,000 this baseball season uh, in the New York no-hitter sweepstakes. Today's qualifier is uh, Jamie, is it Wolfsey? I hope so. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. It's not my strong suit. From Brooklyn, who has chosen New York's American League team to throw a no-hitter today. Enter now at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Pick a team to throw a no-hitter. You can win $25,000. Presented by MoheganSunCasino.com. For full contest rules, go to New York uh, ESPNNewYork.com. Make sure you do that. Um... Like I said, we've got uh, Jordan Renan, who's going to be joining us uh, in about 10 minutes to do a deep dive into the Giants schedule that was released. By the way, uh, looking at the XFL championship, Arlington beat D.C. last night, 35 to 26. If you recall, um, so Bob Stoops, uh, congratulations. He's the head coach of the Renegades. Unbelievable. I want to say they were four and six this season and beat a D.C. defenders team that was nine and one. Uh, Luis Perez, they made the change at quarterback, and he came on and has been the difference the, the difference maker 
uh, for the Arlington Renegades. And congratulations to them. Uh, we talked about it yesterday on the show. I told you that I liked the over. That was my favorite play. I leaned towards laying the six and a half with, with DC, um, but my favorite play was the over. And sure enough, that hit. Uh, let's go to Justin in Tom's River. Justin, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Good morning. Thank you for taking my phone call. Um, Good morning. I wanted to get your perspective on the Jets with the schedule release. You know, obviously the, the schedule makers did the Jets no favor starting off on Monday night with, with the Buffalo Bills. At least that game's at home. But my opinion is if the Jets can go 3-3, three and three, even 4-2, and two, I think the Jets obviously can have a good chance of winning the division. You know, also, too, with Brees Hall coming off an injury and, you know, obviously with the acquisition of Aaron Rodgers, you know, early on, you know, obviously the offense is probably not going to be clicking on all cylinders. We all know it takes a couple weeks to get your feet underneath you and get that chemistry. And also, at least that Rodgers is in Florham Park and getting that chemistry with the players. But, you know, I wanted your take, you know, if the Jets can possibly split one of the first two games and then maybe even split with with Philly and with the Chiefs, once they get through that bye, if they get to at least, like I said, three and three, four and two, they're set up to win the division. Yeah. So, so Justin, a few things, uh, and thanks for your phone call. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, um, both Rich Samini and we had Cynthia Friedland from the NFL Network on yesterday, and I, I asked both of them, what would you be happy with the Jets coming into the bye week after those six games? And both of them said three and three. I think that's really optimistic. Uh, again, starting off with the Buffalo Bills, I think that's going to be tough sledding. I don't think the NFL did the Jets any favors by starting week one, Monday night football against the Buffalo Bills uh, with Rodgers. And in this team, you know, again, there's going to there's, there's gonna be some growing pains here. I don't like that uh, to start the season. Uh, and then they're at Dallas. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be better. Uh, that's concerning for me. The Patriots, I think they can beat the Patriots. I'm really intrigued with Bill O'Brien now being the offensive coordinator. The Patriots do have a solid defense, but there's a lot of question marks here. But also, this is a game that the Jets will be hosting. So I do believe that they could win that. And then Kansas City, that's going to be tough. Um, And then at Denver, that will be a winnable game. But keep in mind, this is really interesting in regard to Denver. Um, teams that have that that have to travel to Denver a lot of times because of the new collective bargaining agreement, a lot of players are not in physical the, the the proper physical shape when the season starts. They're just not okay. It, it's not just the Jets; it's teams in general. So Denver actually has an advantage because of the altitude. Players go there; they're not in such great shape. And they go there, and and so it's it's very interesting. The win-loss record for the Denver Broncos in the month of September, the first month of the season, is uh, is very favorable for them because of that. Uh, now, this is October 8th. So, you know, after four games, will this Jets team be in, in, that t- in, in better conditioning? Absolutely. But still, it's pretty early on in the season, week five that they face Denver. I think that's winnable. And then having to take the, the Philadelphia Eagles, which a lot of people feel are, are going to win the Super Bowl this year. So two potential Super Bowl teams, of course, we saw them face off this year in their first six games. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, so here's the thing. I'm looking at two and four, um, optimist, optimistic about three and three, Justin. Optimistic about three and three. Uh, let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, welcome in. 
Hello? Yeah. Hi, Nina. Mitch, Hi, you there? Yeah. Hi. You Welcome in. I can't. Mother, so the mother's out there, by the way, and your mom, too. Uh, oh, thank a, you. Uh, if she's a tough conference, there's a chance that I think the Jets might not even make the playoffs. And, of course, our Chargers, you know, Kansas is going to win that division. And Mahomes is such a great quarterback. And with the NBA playoffs, um, I think if the Sixers don't win, I think, you know, you saw what happened to Monty and the guy with the, with the Bucks. I think Doc is a short change to Sixers again. You gotta blame somebody. And thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, you're just FYI, folks listening in. Of course, you've got Boston in the 76ers going at it later on today. He's talking about Doc Rivers. So, Doc Rivers, the head coach of the 76ers, has blown three, three in one series leads in his career. Also, he's lost nine game sevens, count them, nine game sevens, four more than any other coach in the NBA. So the trend's not favorable for the 76ers, that's for sure. We come back, Jordan Renan will be joining us. Let's turn our attention to the Giants. We heard from Rich Samini earlier today uh, doing a deep dive into that, uh, that, that jet schedule. Let's hear what Jordan Renan has to say about the Giants schedule next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Happy Mother's Day uh, to everybody out there. We heard from Rich Samini earlier in the show to talk about the jet schedule. So we've got to give the Giants as much attention. Jordan Renan joins us now. Jordan, uh, good morning. Happy Mother's Day to your wife and uh, and your family. How you doing? Good, good. And, you know, we, we're uh, out here at the soccer field enjoying a beautiful Sunday morning. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Nice family day out uh, watching uh, watching the kids play soccer, cheering them on. That's fantastic. Um, let's spend some time talking about this Giants schedule. Release was Thursday. Very exciting. Uh, this is a Giants schedule, 15th hardest strength of schedule this year. Last year, 16th. So not as hard as last year. Um, but nonetheless, starting with a bang. Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Seven of their first 11 games are on the road, Jordan. I, I, thought, I thought John Mara has got like some, uh, some clout. Uh, over there in the NFL head offices, who 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 decided this? Well, let's be fair. I mean, you have to realize. That, first of all, seven. What what does seven of the first eleven mean? That also means that they, they finished with a lot of home games, right? So there's a, there, there's that. Well, with that that should be a benefit also. But the reality is the unbalanced schedule. Now you're at 17 games. They're going to play more road games than they are home games. You go on. You want to go over the first ten. Six are at, uh, on the road. And four at home. And to be frank, their first two home games, right, are primetime games at home. So that's a pretty big advantage to be able to play primetime games at home. So, uh, and, and that's why I think that opener is such a big game for this Giants team. If they want, 
if they want to have a good season, I feel like that's going to set the tone. Kind of like 2016, right? When they got 2016 and they had that good year, they won week one in Dallas. That was such a big win for the team. Same as this past year, right? Week one in Tennessee, how important was that for this team? To get the ball rolling and to have them headed in the right direction after years of you know, losing all these tough games. When you finally win that tough game in the opener, I feel like it, it served its benefit. So uh, you could look at it both ways, and then you finish with a home stretch of, I believe, it's four of the last five were at home down the stretch with, uh, you know, uh, one of those games being against the Rams, which should be a very winnable game. Uh, Got to finish. You know, if they can hang tight early, uh, they, they're in pretty good shape down the stretch. Yeah, interesting, uh, you know, looking at the schedule again, opening up against Dallas and then at Arizona, at San Francisco, I would assume that they would stay out there on the left coast for that, right? That's typically what yes. they do. Um, yeah, that's, and then, that's, that's generally going to be the idea of, okay, let's make, uh, you know, let's uh, stay out there, and uh, especially with the Thursday game, and then you basically kill two birds with one stone. So instead of making two West Coast trips now, they really only have to make one, uh, granted that. San Francisco game on Thursday is that's gonna be a tough game to say the least. Um, and then they come home and take on Seattle, so a lot of West Coast um, yeah. competition uh, that's happening uh, the, the the weeks two, three, and four. Then at Miami, at Buffalo, um, you know how exciting is that uh, game? Buffalo gonna... on a Sunday night, man, that's a tough game. Buffalo that... on a Sunday night, he chuck up and out pretty much, right? Unless Josh Allen's not playing or something. How exciting is that uh, Jets game going to be on October 29th, man, especially with Aaron Rodgers now as their starting quarterback? Wow. Uh, talk about a, you know, a, a rivalry now that, you know, you, you, you got know, the in interesting there. part, Anita, was that everybody was like, you know, September 11th would be perfect to have it. And the reason they apparently didn't do that at the NFL was because the two teams are playing in the preseason, right, the final preseason game. They didn't want them to, again, play – uh, in such a uh, – oh, my daughter just made a nice play there. <laughs> High took, five. Took somebody down. She just took somebody down. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, they didn't want them to play basically in the preseason week three and then play again two weeks later. So that's actually why it's later in the year and not that September 11th would have been Monday night, right, to open the season and the Jets uh, – uh, end up in a, a different primetime game, and so does the Giants, but not against each other. It's going to be, by the way, Jordan Renan joining us now on 98.7 ESPN. Just taking a look at this this Giants schedule. Of course, the release was Thursday night. Uh, a tough November here at Las Vegas, at Dallas, at Washington. I want to say there's only a handful of teams that have three road games uh, this season, right? Yeah. Giants are one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that might be the toughest stretch that they have is the three in a row there on the road there in a row. Uh, so that, and right, you know, right after the jet game too. So that, that is another going to be difficult. It, it, the reality is the giant schedule, you could have shaped it any way possible. It was going to end up being tough. I mean, I've seen places where they were strength. of schedule was a lot harder than you just mentioned that they were like 20, you know, six or 28 or something, something like that. Um, so, uh, you know, the fact that, you have those three road games in a row in the middle of the season. That, that's going to be one where it's going to be tough for them to uh, navigate through. And uh, we'll, we'll see if they can. But, uh, you know, to me, that early, that week one is just such a big game because, yes, Arizona should be easy. But then week three, like, okay, that's a really tough game in San Francisco. 
if they happen to not win that Dallas game, that one to me is going to be really tough because you're, you're basically staring one and two in the face. And then you see what you could do in that Monday night game at home against Seattle makes that game a week four, a monster game. And you have to be able to survive early in order to get, because again, you're going to have that, like you said, that, that November stretch, that's going to be tough. Very, very tough. And then last but not least uh, in, in December to in this, in the season, they take on the Philadelphia Eagles twice within three weeks. Now, granted, they're at Philadelphia, and then they get two home games to finish off the season, so they get to take on the Eagles at home, which is great. But still, to take on the Eagles twice in in three weeks, I I don't necessarily – I'm not a fan of that. Uh, Why not? I mean, it's kind of just the the new reality that kind of did it last year, both those Eagles games. It wasn't three weeks, but it was – I think it was four weeks, but it was definitely too late in the season. Uh, It's just sort of – how this is, the, the new schedule plays out because they want to make those end of the season more um, division games, you know, than they, than they had in the past. So I, I don't know. Uh, you're gonna have to play the Eagles twice. I, I what's what's your what's your problem with it? Just that you you have I to just, play. I, I just I just I think short period of time. I th- I just think there's you're an have to ebb play the Eagles twice no matter what, right? I know, but I think there's an ebb and flow to the season, and so especially when it comes to division games, I'd like for them to face their division rivals at one point in time, and then have quite a few weeks in between, uh, and you face them again because, as we know, what one team looks like at the start of the season is totally different than they are at the end of the season for a number of reasons: growth, maturity, injuries, whatever the case. Good, bad, indifferent. They get better. They get worse. To face a team twice within three weeks, to me, it's like you're, you know, more than likely you're facing the same team. That's just, just, just my my two cents. Just my two cents. Um, with that being said, yeah, I get, I get it. But I think, I think when they they're so intent on finishing the season against division rivals, that it seems to be happening more, uh, just because you got to find ways to squeeze everybody in. So I don't know. I, I guess I could see your point, but the the, the flip side is, you know, there's a possibility. It's, that the Eagles might not have to play, uh, you know, some of their players in week 18 or whatever, or the Giants don't need to play some of their players in week 18. And who knows what their team looks like late in the season. Maybe the Eagles are healthiest and strongest early in the season. And you get a break that you're playing them late in the season. So I, I think it can work both ways. Okay. I, I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, the Giants have five, as we like to call them now, Island games, right? Because they're not prime time. Yeah. Some of these games uh, are on that uh, you know three o'clock schedule for the Black Friday games. Um, is this the first time in a while that the Jets have more island games, as we like to call them, than the Giants? I think so. I can't remember a time where the Jets had more um, standalone games than the Giants. Yeah, I don't remember anything off the top of my head. That's interesting. I mean, obviously the Aaron Rodgers effect. But also remember mm-hmm. the rules change of how they're just how they're deciding who has these games. Not everyone has a primetime game, right? They basically uh, eliminated the primetime game for some of these, you know, teams that are expected to be towards the bottom of the barrel, the uh, Houston Texans of the world, right? I believe they don't have. There's like four or five teams that don't have primetime games, so uh, it just creates more in the Aaron Rodgers effect. I mean, I don't know if you watched our network last year, but uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers sneezes and. You know, we, it's something that every people want to know about. It's, 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 it's he's a he's a, a saga and a drama unto itself. So, I, I, that is clearly a big part of it. And uh, 
it's not like the Giants don't have a lot of games though this year, right? They actually do have a lot of games. Uh, you're talking about uh, five prime time and we're and Christmas on top of that. So there's a lot there's a lot of uh, big games for the Giants as well. Jordan, before I let you go, uh, real quick, because I know, again, you're, you're at a soccer game with your daughter and your family, and, and again, we so appreciate you to join us on Mother's Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, what, what is the latest with Saquon Barkley, and, and, and how do you see this, this contract situation playing out? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of in a rough spot right now. I mean, I think the Giants will talk to him. I haven't heard definitively that they've gone back at Joe Shady said he would last check. Uh, they haven't really done or made progress there. Uh, but, you know, it's just going to be tough because what does he need to get a deal done? Uh, and what can the Giants realistically offer? Uh, I think those are, you know, two separate issues. And uh, it's going to be hard to find the middle ground. I think the Giants are going to at least go back to him. And we'll see if they could get something done. And Saquon's obviously going to have to alter his expectations. Uh, so I, I actually think, in the end, that they might that they will get something done. Uh, it might not be ideal for Saquon because what kind of you know position of power is he in right now? Not much. So, but the fact that the Giants are willing to talk to him, I think, is a good sign. And uh, you know, they don't want to have drama with him stretching into the summer and certainly not into the season. So, on a uh, give me a percentage. How 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 confident are you that Saquon Barkley will be here for training camp day one? Ooh. Well, remember the deadline is in July, so we're going to be past that point of knowing whether they sign him to a long term deal. Uh, it's the middle of July, so that you know that there's a deadline. They can't sign him to a long term deal. I believe it's after July seventeenth. Training camp's going to start later than that at the end of July. So um, we'll, we'll see. But I think 75% he's there for the start of camp. Although if they don't get a long-term deal done, that dips precipitously. And then like, okay, you didn't sign me to a long-term deal. I'll show up, but uh, why am I going to show up for the start of camp? I'll, I'll see you like uh, the last week of August or something. He's a running back. I don't think you know, he's not taking a lot. He's not taking any real hits in, in training camp practices nobody really does so uh you know it'll it'll it would be well below 50 percent if they don't get a deal done jordan again thank you so much really do appreciate it um have a fantastic mother's day and i hope your daughter wins her soccer match appreciate it my friend thank you all right thanks Uh, nita down one nothing i got some work to do here (laughs) go coach him up jordan go coach him up yell now that i'm now now that i'm off the phone with you i can go yell at her okay there you go (laughs) 800-919-3776. Giants fans, uh, would love to hear from you. This is a team that won nine games last season, and as we know, made it to the postseason. Offensively, they are better. Love the addition of Darren Waller, obviously at the tight end position. Love the drop pick of Jalen Hyatt. Love, love, love. Uh, Take the top um, off uh, the the field, that's for sure. Man, is he a, a burner. He's a speedster. So uh, curious to get your thoughts on that. Artie is holding on. He feels that the Jets are winning the Super Bowl. We'll hear from him as well. Jump on board. 800-919-3776. And Nina Marks with you on this Mother's Day here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 
ESPN. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. He believes that the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. Artie, welcome in. I don't know. I, I think it was a little miscommunication. What I said was the last time I thought that the Jets were going to have a chance at the Super Bowl was with Bill. And then even that year with Rex, that second year, I mean, we had a second-year quarterback in Sanchez, and until they you know, went to Pittsburgh and stuff like that, I really didn't believe that they had a chance. I didn't think that team was good enough. I think this team is good enough to get to the Super Bowl and win it. The only question I have, Anita, is I look at the schedule, number one, because this can't, like, it's crazy because I'm a Jet fan. I, I've gotten so many hits. This team could go 13-4. and four. They To me, they could go 3-14. and 14. I mean, 3-13, and 13, whatever they have, 14. Because that schedule is that tough. I mean, if I told you I feel confident that they're going to split with the Patriots, beat the Falcons, and beat the Texans, everybody else is a tough team. They, they got beat by Cleveland, and it took a miracle for them to win that game. And what? We got Rodgers, and then they ended up getting, um, okay, I'm drawing a blank, but the guy's good. <laughs> Who's the quarterback for Cleveland? Sure, um, come on, Deshaun Jack. Deshaun Watson? So, Deshaun Watson. So, if I ask you, if I ask you, Anita, Cleveland or the Jets, or the Giants or the Jets, to me, they're, they're even. The only thing they got is Rodgers is making them competitive. So, my question to you is this. They don't have a good year. They don't make the playoffs. I say you don't fire um, Sally. You give them two years with Rodgers. See what you could do, and then you start. I don't want them going in this firing a coach, goodbye offensive coordinator, and all this stuff. That's what we've been doing now for the last how many years? Look, you got a general manager in Douglas. He put a good team together. Let's see what they can do for the next two years. Um, the producer says, "What about if Rogers retires? If Rogers retires, slight start over." But I don't think he's going to. After that perfect press conference, I feel that Rogers is going to be here for two years. We got a good shot at this. What do you say you need? Oh, by the way, I call Rock Hill. I'm going to see you there. I hope I get the match up again. All right, love you. <laughs> you got it, Artie. That's fantastic. Um, and it's Rock Spring Golf Club. Their match play championship uh, starts June 5th. Uh, their pairings party is Friday, June 2nd. Uh, I'm going to be participating in it. So uh, give them uh, give them a call. Uh, 973-731-6464 if you want in on that match play. Will be fun. Uh, listen, this Jets team is going to win more than three games, Artie. Uh, come on, man. I-, I thought you were a fan. So you got to imagine that they're going to win at least one in the first six weeks. I've got them winning at least two. I think the Patriots can be winnable. I think the Denver Broncos could be winnable. If they do exit the first six weeks at three and three, how difficult the schedule is, I, I think that's great. Then they go into their bye week. I think they can beat the Giants. I think they can beat the Raiders. I think they can beat the Atlanta Falcons and the Houston Texans. I think they could take one away from the Miami Dolphins. Who knows by week 12 or week 15 if two is going to be healthy. Listen, I, you know, obviously I pray to God that he is. But one more concussion. Somebody's got to stop in and say, time to retire, dude. Time to retire. Washington's winnable. I don't know about you. Cleveland didn't impress me last season with Deshaun Watson. Granted, late start to the season because of his suspension, but nonetheless, 
So, you know, listen, can this Jets team win 10 games? Their over-under win total is 9.5. I think that's a lot. I think the odds makers have it, like, right around where um, more than likely it, it, it should and could be. Um, I, I just don't know. Uh, real quick, before we take a break and we kick off hour number three, Greg Wyshynski, the puck daddy, is going to be joining us, getting us ready for some some NHL playoff hockey today and what we can expect moving forward. Also, we're going to hear from Nick Friedel. He's going to join us at 11.30, talking some NBA, getting us ready for that Boston Celtics um, 76ers game and what we can look forward to with the Lakers in Denver coming your way on Tuesday night. Uh, but week one, again, the schedule kicks off Detroit at Kansas City. That's the Thursday night game. A lot of love for Detroit right now. A lot of people feel that that's the team that's going to be winning that NFC North. Teams, you know, nothing exciting in the one o'clock. Carolina, Atlanta, Houston, and the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are going to kill them. Cincinnati and Cleveland. Okay, all right. Um, you know that should be interesting. Uh, Jacksonville and the Colts. Nope, not doing it for me. The Bucks in Minnesota. Nope. Tennessee and New Orleans. Nope. So the two best 1 o'clock games in week one will be Cincinnati and Cleveland and the 49ers going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those will be the best 1 o'clock games. Arizona and Washington, nope. Uh, in the uh, the later games, the 4 o'clock games, you've got Green Bay and the Bears. A lot of people love the Bears this season with Justin Fields. I don't see it. I just don't see it. The Raiders in Denver, nah. The Dolphins and Chargers. Wait a minute. That's a one o'clock game as well. Or is that was that a one o'clock game and it was moved to four o'clock? Yeah, that's what happened. Um, Dolphins and Chargers, two against uh, Herbert. The Eagles and the Patriots, four o'clock game. Rams, Seattle, not for me. And then, of course, man, both the Giants and the Jets play primetime. Giants and Cowboys on Sunday night, Jets and Bills on Monday night. That's great. So, uh, you know, okay, week one, okay, a, a few games that, that get me excited. Uh, not, not a ton, that's for sure. When we come back, let's talk some hockey. Uh, we've got some hockey action going on today, and we'll look big picture. Greg Wyshynski, the Puck Daddy, will join us next right here on 98.7 ESPN.